I tell you what, dude, if I could live forever, dude, I'd be buying all sorts of stock right now, dude. That's what I would be doing. <laughs> I'd be buying Coca-Cola, Amazon, uh, Google, everything right now, dude. And then, and then, and then what? <laughs> sell it all in 100 years. <laughs> But the thing, the the challenge though is, did you would you know that that stock would make money later? You know what I mean? It's like who cares? Just buy all of them. Just buy them. (laughs) (laughs) But just buy all of them, dude. Just get all of them. Who who knows, dude? Right? Just get it. That's what I would do, cause cause dude, like okay, I was thinking about this, dude. Like if you had a regular job, right? Nineteen fifty, dude. You're an you're an advertising executive, dude, and you're making top nineteen fifties dollar, dude. You're making twenty five thousand dollars a year, dude. <laughs> That's top. What the crap is that, dude? <laughs> in, the, in your lifetime, dude. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Dude, it was a really interesting movie, dude. We gotta talk about. We that. will be talking about it, dude. Welcome everybody to brand new episode of the Beta Report. What? I am one of your co-hosts. I am the Con. We got Uno today. What's up, Uno? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm wearing my fake glasses. <laughs> What's up with those fake glasses, dude? My boys have I fake know, glasses, dude, too. I feel, I feel smarter when I wear them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like just putting on, like, uh, uh, sort of like when Clark Kent, right? Superman puts on his glasses, he automatically becomes Clark Kent. Is that how you yeah, feel, dude? dude? Just put them on, you feel yeah, like dude. a genius? I feel like I feel like I could talk smack to, like, a really big guy. A really big aggressive guy. You won't put your guy with glasses. Dude. You would have put your guy with glasses, would you? I don't know if you should try that though. Maybe you should refrain from trying that. I don't, I'm not sure that works, dude. Not talking from experience, but I just I don't know. Just saying. No Jay today. Jay will be hopefully here next week. This fool keeps telling Who us he's gonna be a here. Who <laughs> Apparently not we because he's not here today. So. No, he he hopefully should be here next week. This is what we're hoping for. He's just been that, that boy's been. Been building a house, pretty much. <laughs> building been, a house. Well, he's been doing work at his house. I went to ho- go help him on on Friday <clears throat> to do some stuff around his house, and uh, yeah, man, they got that guy doing everything. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's do, uh, let's put some new windows. Uh, yeah, Jay could do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, all right, no worry about it. Uh, let's just uh, do some of it, and then Jay could do the rest. I'm like, damn. The funny Jay. thing is, growing up, I just remember Jv and breaking things, never building anything. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's taking longer because he's not actually building; he's breaking most of the stuff. But no, yeah, that's how you learn. You're gonna learn. That's, that's how you're gonna learn today. <laughs> no, yeah. So, um, and and he's busy with his his uh, teaching stuff, but he'll be here hopefully. No, next bro, week. that's his excuse to us. I hey, think that's God, what it I'm is. Sorry, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't make it. I'm training. I'm, tra- I'm training. <laughs> I'm training. Dude, like, <laughs> what is this dude? An astronaut, dude? Like, is he going? To- it's really intense. <laughs> Okay, sorry, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of training do you? Okay, okay, but seriously, um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, our our Jay is is in intensive training to become a teacher. So, you know, if you light a candle, say a prayer for the guy. There it is. Because who the hell wants to be a teacher? <laughs> <laughs> Not these days, dude. Oh my god, we want to send our kids back to school with the coronavirus and everything, dude. So. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, uh, well, we have a brand new episode for you guys. We're going to talk a little bit about some movies that just came out. And when I say came out, it's in streaming because I don't know when these theaters are going to open. We're going through another 
quarantine, closing down most of these uh, places, no dine-in, um, no malls, uh, no uh, theaters, of course. That hasn't been open for, then since April, since March. So It's wild. It's crazy, man. It's crazy right now, dude. I mean, what do you, like, it's one of the things I'm thinking about is, like, they keep pushing back some of these movies. Like Mulan, they pushed back. Uh, Tenet was supposed to happen in August. I don't think that's going to happen. I think no they're way. probably going to push that back. I mean, dude, this coronavirus is ravaging Hollywood right now or all these movies, dude. I mean, what do you think? Do you think they're just going to keep pushing them back? Or is there an opportunity to put these back on, like, early release like they did with Onward and some of these other movies, dude? You know, um, I think they're just going to keep pushing them back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? See what I say? Dude, I do not want to be sitting next to you. <laughs> dude, I just have something in my throat, man. Hell no, dude. No, put a freaking Q-tip in your nose, Let dude. me. <laughs> Let's find out right now, dude. Let's go. No, dude. no, dude. Seriously. Hey, you know what? Dude, I, I turned off really... my mic. You heard me You heard me cough? Or did you just see me yeah, cough? I heard you. No, I heard you. <laughs> really? I don't know if you turned it off in the podcast. <laughs> I turned off my mic. I didn't think I was going to pick it up. It'll be really sorry, everybody. If, like, sorry, everybody. <laughs> I just, I just Actually, my, rewind. What the the Tuesday before the shutdown, dude? Mm-hmm. I went to go watch a movie, dude. Um, um, uh, I went to go watch a movie. I can't remember the what first, it was. the first shutdown. Are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, the shutdown happened on Monday, March sixteen, or something like that. The Tuesday before that, I went to the movies, and there was this lady coughing, bro. <laughs> Older lady, too. <laughs> and I was so annoyed, dude. So annoyed. I was like, dude, shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> before before Corona was, like, huge. But, dude, like, if you're coughing, don't go to a theater. Before, Pre-Corona, I feel like that's, like, a stand. Or if you're, you're sneezing, dude, don't go to a theater, dude. No, dude. Anyway, be, people don't do that. So I think that's why we're going to stay. We're, we're going to stay. Um, we're going to stay in quarantine for a while. And these movies are going to get pushed back. I mean, why? And the funny thing, I think that one of the, the uh, one of the funny thing is that this movie, um, the New Mutants, that movie is, there's a joke around because that movie never, it's never going to come out, dude. They keep pushing that movie back. And I'm, I'm thinking, why not? Oh, at this yeah, point? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that movie was supposed to come out like 2013. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's just like supposed to be come out a long time ago. And I mean, they just keep pushing it back. And now with this you know, whole thing happening, why? I wonder why not just put it on like, put it on Disney Plus or like Mulan. Is it that bad that you can't put it on Disney Plus? You know what I mean? Like, and put it on Disney Plus, but you pay that. $20 or something for it or I mean they proved it I think with uh, what was it Trolls was the movie that um, uh, that it did really well I guess people bought that movie and it did like I don't know 150 million or something like that out of just a VOD yeah. so I mean <clears throat> I know that it will lose a lot on regular theater but yeah, I don't know dude it's crazy it's crazy because you're not going to see Tenet yeah. you're not going to see like Wonder Woman was a huge release too and who knows when you're gonna be able to see that? If they're gonna push that back even further. Black Widow was supposed to come out in May, or 
April or May, something like that, dude. And that movie's like, I don't know, dude. It's just, it's just crazy. I don't know how this whole, how we ever gonna get back to normal when it comes to the the movie theater. Um, it's gonna take a while, dude. Because even when like the vaccine is out, I said vaccine, and people already started shaking their heads, right? There's people who are skeptical of vaccines, people who, for a couple of reasons, right? People who are skeptical of vaccines, just period. There's people who think Bill Gates is trying to put the mark of the beast inside our bodies. Dude, that's another uh, thing that I'm trying to like. Ooh. There's people what? There's people who think Trump is going to rush it. It's not going to get tested enough. <clears throat> so those three groups um, are all going to be like still skeptical and stay home. And even when theaters open up, it's going to be like uh, it's going to be like jumping into the pool. Like. Like you get in, like you put your foot in. Then you take one step down. <laughs> then you take a second step down. Then you grab a pile, like a little bit of water, and you put it on your head. Yeah, yeah. Then you grab water and you rub it on your chest. Then you take another step down, and now you're waist deep. It's gonna be like that, dude. That's what it's gonna be like going to theater. <laughs> so even if we get the most amazing movie of all time, it's like two hundred million, <laughs> three hundred million. I'm serious. That oh, this movie had, had did great. 400 million and that's not a lot of money dude some of these movies cost 100 million to make dude that's yeah dude yeah you're right it's just who knows how what, what they're gonna do and how they're just gonna move forward with you know showing these movies or <clears throat> what the new pro i mean dude movie theaters can you imagine like movie theaters are just suffering right now how, they're not making any money at all are they gonna survive yeah i mean like how is that gonna work man yeah, I mean, there was that rumor that, um, who was it? Uh, Amazon was going to buy AMC. I don't know I if saw it still that. happened. Yeah. But, dude, the movie experience is never going to die. Like, you want that, dude. You want to go to a theater. Like, I, I still think people want experiences like that, dude. People still want to get together and, like, sit in a comfortable chair. Uh, yeah. And watch uh, a big screen and... Yeah, dude. Awesome sound. I'm a huge like I love going to the theater too, you know? I, I do, but like how's it gonna work now? Because none of these theaters have been open. Like, how are they gonna survive? You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Like, how how's that gonna work? So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I heard that rumor about Amazon buying them. In fact, it was they wanted to do some kind of model where Prime is kind of included into it somehow, you know? What was that thing you yeah. were into? Movie uh uh, the movie club or movie card or what was it? Oh, dude, dude, what was that? Uh, <laughs> thank you, dude. What was that, dude? I What's it called? The name of that movie thing. club, movie card, movie. No, no, no. I forgot, dude. That that they they had the right idea, but it just couldn't survive, dude. So I feel like that's what's gonna happen in theaters pretty soon. If something doesn't happen, I don't know, man. There'll be no AMC, Cinemark. What was that thing? Movie Pass. <clears throat> Movie Pass. There we go. Movie Pass. That's what it was called. <laughs> I know you had it too, dude. It was a. It was. It was. Dude, I was. It was amazing up, though dude. at the beginning, though for sure. I was living up. I don't know why I chose to go watch Overboard when I could have seen, watched um, Infinity Game twice. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I kind of liked Overboard though, dude. I wouldn't know. <laughs> you, wait, you didn't watch it? I thought you that's what you're going. No, fool. No, I use my because because you couldn't watch two movies with the same pass. 
So I just went to the movies and I was like, oh, we'll take a ticket for Overboard. And he walked in. You don't want to go see Infinity War <laughs> again, dude. I didn't that's know you did the that. One where the, lady, that's where <laughs> the one where like the ladies next to me started crying. And I was like, whoa, this is serious, dude. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know you did that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, dude. You probably I- have that on record. <laughs> on the last pod, on the podcast, about. <laughs> you probably do. Uh, yeah, it's you know because I'm looking forward to see Tenet. I really want to see Wonder Woman. I do want to see Mulan. These are movies I want to see, but when are we going to see them? You know, it's like it's crazy. I have we have no idea. People wear your mask, please, so I can go to the movies. It's simple. Yeah, for real. Just wear your mask. So I can go. To I the mean, movies. what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Just wear if it. If you wear your mask. What do you have to lose? Plus, they're, they're the Plus, new accessory for 2020, man. Get your word, designs on them, bro. Word. That's all, word. dude. Get your... Uh, I saw some lady one with had Gucci on it, dude. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> Gucci. You saw some someone had Gucci on their mask, dude. It said Gucci on it. Some other nice. lady had a Louis Vuitton one. I go, it's just a symbol. Nice. You know what I mean? So I'm like, whatever, dude. Whatever it takes for you to wear it, just wear it. Nice, dude. <laughs> So whatever. I don't get it though, dude. Like I really don't get it. Here's here's where my logic comes in. Like for people who are skeptical and say this is fake, I want to know who got like Chick Fil A, McDonald's, Nordstrom's, the NBA, all to agree. Like okay, cool, we're gonna do this so that we benefit from what exactly. you know what i mean even if people even people who are saying like oh this is all like a liberal conspiracy to get down trump and dude the stock market got like ruined some companies dude like i don't i don't know who like i don't know if the owner of who let's see what's a company that went out of business j crew i don't know if like j crew was like yeah we'll go out of business to get trump out of, <laughs> out of the office we'll, we'll pay the, the ultimate price let's do it we'll pay the yeah i'll lay down on the sword <laughs> sure yeah yeah I don't no know. dude it's crazy. it's crazy dude like you said some of these like conspiracy theories are just like dang like way out there dude i don't get it dude too many eddie too many people have been listening to too much eddie bravo dude it's like the uh or joe rogan dude sometimes that guy can be out there too and uh <laughs> Like the the flat earthers, <laughs> that's still just me out to the flat earthers, dude. It's like, wait, we we literally have pictures from space. Like, how do you fake that? <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty funny, dude. Anyways, that's the uh, that's our conspiracy minute. Uh, I wanted to talk about some of the movies that we saw. We last week we talked about a movie that we were recommending to watch on Apple TV Plus. What is it? Apple Plus? <laughs> Apple TV? Apple, pl- Apple TV Plus. Is that, sir, is that the official Apple. name? Apple TV Plus? It's yeah, not, dude. It's, it's Apple TV Plus, dude. It's not just Apple TV? Want me to bring in an official employee, dude, so we can talk about this? No, that's okay. <laughs> Unless you want to. You can bring Samantha in. <laughs> Let me alone. <laughs> um, so, yeah. it's uh, The movie we were talking about was uh, starting one of the greatest American actors of all time. Uh, I was about to say Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks. Sorry. And uh, the movie is Greyhound. And Ooh. I watched it, bro. Did you get to watch Me it? Me too, bro. Me too, bro. What would you think about it, man? Can I, can I be honest, dude? 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point, right? <laughs> no, no, you I'm know what, fool? Like, lie to me. Just lie to me. <laughs> just lie. <laughs> I just I just kind of felt like this is, this, this kind of, it lacked originality. Like, this happened the way I expected it to happen, dude. You know, like, we know how these World War II movies go, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't too, like, okay, so let me talk to, <clears throat> like, from a bird's eye view, right? From a like taking a big step back and looking at at, at the story as a whole, I felt like this was kind of predictable and, and things happened the way I expected it to happen. From a worm's eye view, like up close, looking at the little details, I did like that this was like a new story, like ships and like submarines and like, um, I like that because I don't think we've, I can't think of another uh, naval World War II story that we've seen like this, right? Um, that's kind of what I enjoyed. Um, Tom Hanks, dude, always freaking delivers, dude. He's always just like the Tom Hanks for president, dude. Tom Hanks behaves presidential in like all his movies, dude. <laughs> like he freaking refuses to leave his post, you know, refuses to leave his post. Everyone's going to sleep. He's staying up, drinking coffee, not eating. Bloody, sure bloody does feet his and all. Job. Freaking bloody yeah, feet, dude. dude. Yeah, the only accommodation he gives himself is he puts on slippers and takes off his boots. Like, you know, there's it's it, it's funny because there's these weird, there's these subtle ways that people that that Hollywood shows like character strength. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man, this is this is this is like this is one tough hombre. <laughs> um, and you know, it's not always like shooting an M16 at a helicopter that's charging at you, right? Like, it's like cool little subtle way. Like, this is harder to do than that. So I I really dig that. Um, but what did you think, dude? Dude, so tell me, I I it was a little underwhelming for me, dude. I I I I, I think the thing that was missing for me on this was there was no there was no story arc to it. It was you know it was pretty much exactly what they tell you. It was a boat that was out there to protect the convoy. That was about it. So there was no. You know, um, th- there was no storyline where there would be some type of internal struggle or there was some kind of uh, moment of decision or something like that. It was basically, it was pretty straightforward. It was uh, it was to show that this um, naval commander that Tom Hanks was playing was a determined, loyal, uh, hardworking, and just... Um, loyal to his soldiers that how the soldiers looked up to him it was kind of that thing you know and 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 yeah the only real i guess if you want to call it storyline was those submarines the gray the gray wolf that was after no. them yeah i thought right. that was a nice touch of having him taunt the i thought that was pretty cool yeah you know him taunt cool. the, the you could hear him in the like a little radio message and saying you think you're safe we're gonna get you with the that's my german accent um <laughs> So he uh, that he was like taunting them. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think the other thing that I thought was good was if you are if you were a navy um, officer or you know or navy or in the navy, I should say, but easier way to say it. And you were served on a on a ship. I think you would have probably appreciate some of the the lingo that they put out there. The 
the um, technical aspect of it. I thought that was really cool because it looked, I don't know any of that. So they could have been saying stuff made up, but it sounded really authentic to me. Like every little thing, you know, like I, my favorite part of the movie is when, uh, I don't know if you recall, when they have the young guy on the radar. And I think it's the first submarine that they're going after. And they're trying to chart the course where he's at to try to get him. And they're doing all this like, oh, he's nine degrees this way or whatever. And then, you know, uh, Tom Hanks makes a move where everybody's kind of like doubting it. And then he was spot on. So that whole scene of, of all this like technical jargon going back and forth and the maneuvers and this and that. I thought that was really interesting. That really got me like really, dang, that's so cool, right? Whatever. But then it was sort of like the same thing. Like the next day, they kept doing like a little, you know, 48 hours until, you know, um, what would you call it? Like aerial uh, cover or whatever. Um, and uh, that part, I, I guess that that sort of a, it was kind of repetitive, I guess, in a way. There was no like, again, no real story in the background or anything like that. So that, that was the only thing that I felt kind of like. It was cool and everything and everything, but there was, like, for me, there was just not enough, like, story in it, and there's not, like, something a bit more meatier to it, uh, as opposed to just being, like, a um, a historical retelling, I guess, kind of. It's sort of like, I felt it's sort of like Dunkirk. You know, Dunkirk had no real story to it. There was more of a, a day that happened, and, and Dunkirk was good and everything, and I don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it wasn't. But it was sort of like that where there, there's no real, there's no storyline. It's just sort of like a, a day in the life of a whatever kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. That's how I kind of felt. I mean, I still enjoyed it. Tom Hanks is still amazing. Um, and uh, I think that's the only thing that was missing to it. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I don't care if you do or not. I'm just kidding. Y your mic... As you sit here and talk about how the movie was kind of formulaic, I couldn't help but think of Crimson Tide, dude. Remember Crimson Tide? Yes, dude. With Gene Hackman okay, so and that's, Denzel Washington. That's a good example of what I'm talking about. Like, there's, there's, there is a, a struggle. There's a um, yes. what's the other word I'm looking for? Conflict. Conflict. Thank you. There we go. There's this conflict yeah. between these two. Uh, the commander in the EXO, right? Denzel Washington, the EXO, and um, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman the as the captain, dude. Yeah. And that whole there's that's what I'm talking about. There's this one conflict, and yeah. you see this whole thing play out. That's what was kind of missing from... And I understand that may not be that kind of conflict because it's not that type of story, but, uh, uh, dude, Crimson Tide, man. We don't talk about Crimson that. Movie. That's a good That's one, a, dude. Yeah, that that movie was. Um, that was so good, man. That, I, I yeah, love dude, that movie. That's dude. a good one. That's a good one, man. Good, good uh, pull there, dude. When you talked about how there was no tension, no conflict, that's what I thought of was that movie, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that definitely is one of the the best uh, naval movies, I guess, if you want to put real. it that make that genre but yeah so that's sort of what i thought was missing in this movie but it was still it looked beautiful like like the cinematography the 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 the, the um shots that they had in this movie were were some of the best i've ever seen dude it was really really great looking and really nice so um yeah i really i really, really liked it so i, I mean I, I really liked that but i thought that was the only thing missing to it so you know, um, the thing is, like, 
if I may chime in here, I feel like we've all been quarantined and everything we want to see, we've seen. So it's like a nice break to be able to watch something new, you know? Absolutely, even dude. Though, even though it wasn't like, the, like I wasn't like the freaking, you know, a classic um, <clears throat> Oscar-worthy performance from Tom Hanks. It was so good to see something new. And refreshing, dude. Bro, I'm glad you said that. I'm tired of rewatching The Office. <laughs> I'm tired of like playing all these shows that are just kind of there in the background. Like, yeah, dude, uh, I need something new, dude. So this weekend, dude, actually was a good weekend for that. I think that uh, I don't know if everybody anybody took the advantage of some of the stuff that we mentioned, but I, I enjoyed a lot of new stuff this weekend so yeah you're right being you know inside and not being able to go to the movies it was a good weekend to catch new things dude to catch new stuff that was on there dude and and um and we're going to touch about some of the other stuff that we watched and i do want to review some of the ones i do want to say though that um because i you know yeah i watched it through apple plus a couple things on there that it's probably worth you know apple plus is missing a lot of other stuff, but they have some stuff that I think is worth watching. You turned me on to watch C with oh, um, dude, C Jason so Momoa, and it's so original. <laughs> it's so original, dude. It's really, it's really great. Where you have people who have lost. It's been like I don't know, hundreds of years after some apocalyptic moment happened here in the in the world, and now humanity uh, is born without sight, and uh, now they have. The potential of there might be some people born with sight, so it's it's all about that and and how people have 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 adapted to live without it. It's just really interesting. That whole battle scene, so creative. It's right? crazy, yeah, dude. It was so have like you finished it. No, not yet. Oh, uh, not yet. I still, I am, I am though. But it it is, um, it's pretty interesting, dude. It is. So that's something that worth watching. And I watched that Beastie Boys documentary, dude. Oh my god. Oh, dude. I love the Beastie Boys, you... but I love that documentary so much. Only because, uh, and it's done in the way where, um, where um, Ad Rock and MCA, no, no, not MCA, Ad Rock and uh, Mike D are the ones that are sort of yeah. Michael Diamond and Adam uh, Horowitz. I still I know that that's how much of a fan I, I like. I know their names. Yeah, dude. Um, I was like, I was gonna chime in, but I knew not to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got their names. Uh, but I, I, um, I just enjoyed how sincere they were and how, dude. I was like tearing up in parts of it, dude. Just, just because yeah. I love them so much, dude. But anyways, kind of got went into a tangent there. But there was a couple of new things that I wanted to touch on that that came out, dude. And one of them, and it's kind of inspired our cold open, uh, is a movie. It's actually a we could call it a comic book movie because it's based on a graphic novel, a uh, movie with Charlize Theron that we talked about last week, The Old Guard, that was debuted this weekend. And bro, I really like this movie, man. It was really, really well done. It was really the production value was was up there, man. I don't know if you thought about it, but I really, really liked. I really enjoyed this movie. Yes. Um. <clears throat> And Samantha really enjoyed that movie too. And she's usually not one who likes action movies and violence and shooting and stuff like that. <clears throat> but I thought, like you said, the production value was there. I felt like I was in the movie theater. You know, it had that feel to it. It was new, it was fresh. You're watching a star, you know, you're seeing like um, 
choreographed fight scenes and you're watching like you know like good special effects so anyway it's like in a in fresh sort so it has it has this like movie theater feel to it which i missed <laughs> i was just sitting there like <laughs> i really want some popcorn um bro uh, i actually made popcorn for this movie good good for you dude it had good to for you i had good to get that feeling <laughs> christian bale good for I, you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, dude, I, I for those. Wait. Oh, I'm just gonna give a synopsis of the movie real quick. Oh, okay. Well, so I the, was gonna say what, and, and that'll be a perfect setup too for you. And like the premise of the story was really cool. Like I don't think, I don't, I can't think of uh, a story like that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't recall seeing. I'm sure it's been done before, but I don't recall seeing it. Bro, so Jeff, what's the story about? Dude, I'm with you. I don't think it's seen it. I think that's part of what made it kind of fresh uh, about it. Um, the movie is about Highlander. Um, Highlander kind of has that vibe A little bit But I think Highlander has a lot of more fantasy to it And this one was kind of grounded in a little bit more reality Than yeah. than those other movies uh, Than like Highlander And you know movies like, like that So the movie is about a group of warriors That are pretty much immortal They lived thousands of years Fought many battles But they fight battles that have to do with Either protecting people or helping people out Or whatever And it's sort of like this small like mercenary tactical group but they're good guys and Charlize Theron is the um the leader of this ragtag group of soldiers uh and uh there's two others and apparently through the story you find out that there was others as well and part of it is that they stop being immortal at some point they just don't know when it just happens when they do and um so the story follows them and they follows that they find that there's a new immortal that uh, hasn't appeared since like over 200 years or something. So the story is about bringing this person in and, and the forces trying to capture them and stop them. And and that's another thing, though, is that the, the as I mentioned, that this story is sort of grounded in reality. So although they're like immortal and they can, you know, they don't die, the enemies that they face are just are kind of humans. They're, they're regular people. They're not super powered or anything. They're just doing good in this world. So it's it's... I, I thought the premise was really good. The the story, the villains, all this. I thought it was really well done. And Charlize Theron, dude, she kicks butt, dude. She's awesome in this movie, dude. Um, the other characters on there, I think they're kind of, without being fully developed, they're they you kind of know about them a little bit, so you kind of care about them. Um, dude, I was like, dude, you and they, you know. When well, I don't want to give anything away, but when you know certain things happened, I I cared about it. I cared about the characters, so I, I thought that was really well done. And uh, and and they're obviously setting it up as a franchise, which I hope they do because I want to see more about it. So I don't know what you think about it. Um, okay, so um, again, I thought it was such a great like it was such a cool premise, and I like that idea, dude, and I like the idea of kind of someone li- like let's say being uh living undying <laughs> just made that up i feel like it's a good good summary Li- living, living undying, undying. yeah kind of like that like dude. the idea of someone being a living undying dude and just like i just i can't help but to play with that concept dude if like oh dude if i was living undying like i would start learning jujitsu dude then i would like then i would start learn like just just the potential of of having all that time right to like learn all these things dude and and just become uh like you know unstoppable force i think that's part of what like gave wolverine 
his like um like his his, his, appeal? his yeah yeah his appeal but like his combat skills right because he allegedly was like formerly a samurai and like had all sorts of martial arts and hand-to-hand con- training and military training and that's why he was just a badass right like you know if someone has that like if someone's freaking a real life deadpool dude that's what they were yeah um well i like yeah. the idea i kind of like the idea that they um have been around for so long that they just they not only know how to fight but they know how to fight different ways like her yeah. main weapon is this like like this axe that's been nice. kind of modernized but it looks it looks crazy and she can not only wield that but wield a gun so she's like you know swinging that thing around and blasting guys in the face it was like <laughs> it sounds like all super violent but it was actually pretty cool the fight scenes were really really well done um, the new person that was on there, uh, Niall, she was the only weakest, I think, as from a character perspective, was the only weakest um, person there. I think, like, if they had somebody like Saisy Beats or some a different actress, I think would have been better. She's a little wooden, so that was yeah. my only thing about that. But I mean, it's a small, uh, a, a small. Uh, if I want to nitpick at it, but I think overall. It, you know, this is a, a, a franchise that they can make out of it. I hope they do because I really, really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Yeah, dude, I agree. It was she was the same character. I was kind of not feeling. I even texted you while I was watching it, and I was like, <laughs> is, "Was am I the only one, or like, is she bad?" Yeah. Um, because, yeah, she was. I was being nice. Because, so I think she was kind of bad in this, but yeah, she was. She was. She was bad. Um, and the thing is, like, she just turned in a talent, like, a really great performance. Her name's Kiki Lane, dude. So she was also in, um, what was it? If Beale Street Could Talk, dude. And oh, like, that was she a- killed it in If Beale Street, yeah, Beale Street Could, could Talk. Like, they, she, she got nominated for a couple of awards three times or whatever. Um, but, yeah, dude, for some reason or another, she felt like she was performing a role, not embodying a character. Um and Mr. I like, I just Mr. Gonna... Critic here, I like how you, uh, I like that. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. I think that every you could kind of everybody else was you could believe that there were that character, um, not her, not her. Yeah, we need to do this right now, or she's gonna die. <laughs> like that's how she felt. Yeah, like, yeah. No, very... I'm not going with you. I'm gonna stand my ground. I'm not gonna run away. Like it just felt very like. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, very wooden, dude. Very stiff, dude. Yeah, just, dude. I don't know if she was maybe struggling with like, struggling with like, okay, this person is a marine, um, like maybe like trying to portray like that military like pragmatic approach. I don't know. If that's maybe that's what I think maybe happened there. But yeah, dude. Here's one thing I I do want to say though, dude. I love how um, Harry Melling. Who plays? Who is he in this? Freaking Steven. Who does he play? I forget his last name, dude. But the bad guy. Oh, the the Harry Potter guy. Yeah, dude. I like how <laughs> Dudley was just born Dud- for you to hate him, dude. Like he just has that face you just freaking hate, dude. His so, eyes are so close together, dude. His like, face, dude. Just his face. His dude. face is so wide. Like, and then when he just, talks, you're just like, oh god, you gotta hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it, dude. Yeah. When he talks, yeah, it sounds dude. like he's doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um <laughs> yeah, for the ones that don't know, it's the Dursley uh kid, the one that uh 
the one the, the one that bullies not bullies but I guess he's the cousin yeah. to Harry Potter Dudley Dud- Dudley Dudley Dursley Harry, or something like that yeah Harry Potter he's, yeah he's the Harry Potter kid the one that uh, lives with him or something but um, yeah he he Dudley Dursley yeah that's that's his name Dudley Dursley and uh, yeah, he he's obviously not that snake dude. <laughs> He's not We're a snake when you need it. Dude. He's obviously lost the baby fat, uh, so he looks a little different. But I mean, from the neck down, dude. Somehow his face <laughs> is still down. super wide. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Wow, his eyes are like super, like I don't know. How that's possible. Together. Like if he bought sunglasses, he could just buy one big lens. <laughs> <laughs> why are his eyes so close together, dude? It's like seriously. I don't know, dude. It is kind of weird, but uh, yeah, he played. That's what I meant. That the villains, like including him, is is. Uh, were really well done, dude. Like you hated him, dude, in that movie. Oh my god, dude. It's just it was his. Yeah, he was he was terrible uh, in a character sense. Like he was he was great because he was he was uh, played it so well. You hated him, so for sure, man. So yeah, check it out, dude. Old the old guard on Netflix. Uh, it's been like number one, dude. You know how Netflix now has that kind of rating system. What's been number one? Uh, yeah. that day or whatever, it's been number one like through throughout the whole weekend. So it's getting word of mouth. So hopefully, you know, they will green light a, a sequel to it. That would be great to have a franchise out of that movie, dude. So can't wait. Can't wait that if they actually because they left it on a cliffhanger. You didn't they see did. that, right? So yeah. Yeah, they did. And and I, I kind of like the idea of them making another movie, dude. Like I'm excited about it. I can't wait, dude. Um What's up? And and uh, like I, I mean the only weak the only weak link right we mentioned uh, Kiki being like the only weak link but hopefully like you know if she were to come back and replay that role she can add a little depth and a little bit more to that character because it felt like they were kind of framing her to take over for Char- Charlize Theron um, but anyway dude like yeah if, it, it, it's such an interesting concept they could totally make a sequel I hope they do man so I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanted to touch really quick, dude, on something else I watched, bro. And we talked about it. Dude, I watched. Dime. I watched. Dime. No, that's that's a good segue right there, dude. The way I see it. Because I watched Mucho, Mucho Amor. Oh, yes, dude. Dude, I watched it, dude. The Walter Mercado documentary, guys. If you, most, I know a lot of our listeners are, are Hispanic. Maybe some are not. But for the ones that are not, Walter Mercado was... Probably one of the biggest celebrities in the Latin world around what the nineties, yeah, early two thousands maybe, but early I did two thousands, yeah, something yeah. like that. And he was yeah. huge, man, and huge. Uh, I think in the documentary talk about he like had like one hundred and twenty million people watching him at some point. And to some degree, nice. to some point, it was that many. Dude, that guy was like international. And uh, the documentary, I think it was a director, and that's where I pulled a quote from, that he uh, was described as a cross between Oprah, um, Liberace, and uh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. And sure enough, dude, uh, did you watch it? Did you get to watch it? Yeah, I watched it as soon as we finished the podcast last Are you night. serious? <laughs> yeah, last time. So what you, I mean, I, I dude, I, I was so intrigued by it, and I was like, I was so amazed of how much of a, a really good person he was, dude. Like, yeah. there was nothing malicious about him. Guy. Yeah, he was a super nice, sweet person. Um, 
his his whenever he gave his astrology stuff, it was always to motivate. That's the uh, Oprah part, and always wanted people to to be in harmony and love each other. That's the Mr. Rogers part. But of course, he did it all like Liberace with coats and uh, capes and stuff like that. But I was just so I don't know, bro. I to me it was it was, it was weird because I was really touched up by how much of a nice person he was. There was no scandalous thing about him. There was no like you know. You know, there was questions about his his sexuality, but it was never there was no scandal about him with like guys or or, or you know men or women. Nothing, dude. There was nothing. Yeah, yeah. The only scandal was somebody trying to screw him over with his his name and likeness. Nothing that he did. I mean, I don't know if there's, you know, obviously, you know, obviously no one's like perfect, but there was. Nothing that I could point to that this guy was a bad person. So I, I mean, what what'd you think about it, dude? Well, a couple of things, dude. So I, I, I think for me, like I never paid attention to Walter Mercado because you know when we were growing up, right, and like the background where we were from, like anything that wasn't biblical was from the devil, dude. <laughs> so this guy talking about like, you know, astrological signs and giving you advice on life based on your astrological signs was of the devil, dude. Of course. So you know, we were like, uh, maybe, maybe more so me because my mom's a maniac, but. <laughs> uh, Shut up, bro. <laughs> but. I don't no, know about you guys, dude. dude. I agree with you. We you used guys... to we used to watch Primer Impacto. In fact, we, I talked about it with Sully today. Um, we, we would watch Primer Impacto, or my parents would. And as soon as Walter Mercado would come, my mom would change the channel. She's like, no, just, you know, not gonna watch this. But my sister yeah. said that she would watch it anyways, like in the room or somewhere else, just because he was so like mesmerizing, charismatic. you know, like yeah, charismatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. charismatic, dude. You're kind of like, what is this guy? Like, I want to know what he's saying or what's yeah, going on yeah. with him, you know? And and the the documentary captures how much the people loved him, dude. Like how many, yeah, like dude. the crowds that were there to see him whenever he would like travel or something, dude. It was crazy, dude. I never, I I knew he was popular. I just never knew to what degree. And yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, you're right. That's how I was in our in our family. Yeah. It was like so. So I didn't really know him, dude. I didn't really kind of like appreciate him. And I think I really appreciate him even more so, like knowing the culture he comes from because like 1980s 1990s latin american uh celebrities like they are allowed and expected to act like the divas they're expected to to be like a terror they're expected to be like and allowed to be like like abusive and i like i know because i have like a background with working with like Latino celebrities, dude, and they can be wild, dude. But even growing up in a like, like, not say growing up, but he's being a part of a culture that was accepting of that behavior and expecting of that behavior, and for him to be so kind, it makes him even more remarkable, dude. It's even more remarkable that he was just, you know, even even like during the shooting of the documentary, nothing controversial came out. No one said like, oh, he was abusive. Like we're getting stories of Ellen, right? Right now, there's there was like a Twitter moment where people are talking about how terrible Ellen is it's like the, he didn't have any sort of any any kind of like reputation like that but then the other thing too that I like I like uh really appreciate is just how consistently nice he was even off even like not when he was on you know what I'm saying like even during the documentary shooting he was just like polite kind 
like gentle like um the and then lastly too it's like i really love that scene where he's shooting the where he's doing the photo shoot and he's really old already right like he like we know he's a couple months away from dying and stuff but while he's doing that photo shoot, he's on, dude. Bro, he's on, he does not and he's miss giving that photographer exactly what he wants, dude. He knows <laughs> just and every single picture was like iconic and good, dude. Dude, um, he did so, not miss a beat. He was yeah. like he just came out of like doing TV again. Like he was that photo shoot was was so awesome to look at because he was like uh, he even had different capes. And every time he yeah. put something on, he was on, dude. He was just like, like, did yeah. you know? Obviously, he would get tired. He would just sit down for a bit. Then do the next one, and it was just like, my goodness, he did not look like you know, um, like he forgot what to do or whatever, you know. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was crazy. It was really cool to see also how big of a fan Lin Manuel Miranda was, and how much, oh like, yeah, you know. He, and I think that I think. I don't know, but to me, it looked like that almost was the the catalyst to have that resurgence again of having that that um, that uh, exhibit that they had, where that's where before that photo shoot was for, um, and uh, yeah, it was just crazy to see how many lives he touched and and like you said, off camera, you know, it wasn't just like he was a personality; he was always that way, very nice, very just just wanting to. Um, wish everybody to have a good life you know what i mean it's just like it, yeah it was yeah. it was crazy it was super interesting man i really enjoyed it and i was pretty much kind of sad at the end uh, you know knowing about what happened so i was like well that's that's too bad you know that's a, that uh not everybody got to see um the type of person he was and hopefully with this documentary some people would rediscover who he was and and how important he was to the latin community yeah um I also think it's it shows like it's a it's a it shows his character that he um had the same assistant for like years for like Dude, decades years. You know? Yeah, like I think that even that is like demonstrates like he was like a good guy. Like he wasn't like, you know, um cuz cuz how many assistants does one celebrity have in their career, right? Right. Like I know I know my like my former CEO had like 20 assistants in a year you know what i mean like no lie like 20 assistants a year so just the fact that you know this guy was kind enough to be like keep the same guy around like that's pretty that was pretty cool that's dope dude yeah so so uh that was on netflix too it's called mucho mucho amor the story of walter mercado and uh i would check it out it would you know if you have some time to spare it wasn't that long and uh i think it was pretty interesting to check out especially if you didn't know about um about who he was but yeah dude so why don't we do i don't know if you have a pick of the week man so why don't we do some some pick of the weeks here if you have one let's 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 do it so pick of the week i can't i can't even try to do it like jay so i'm not even gonna try dude i can't do it justice so pick of the week mine mine is um mine is mine is pretty my 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 pick of the week isn't that like uh, dramatic as like as like Jay's. You know what? It's hard to pick a pick of the week because we I don't know, dude. It's been bored with television lately. Um, but I will say. Hmm, well, what are you watching? What is there? I know that that's been kind of a struggle. But is there something that you've 
uh, rediscovered or something that you'd want to share? What I did watch, it was on Netflix, was Dirty John. Dude, did you know about Dirty John? That's on Netflix? Yeah, that's on Netflix. I heard the podcast, but I didn't know that the... Yes, that one dude, is on there because that one is really good, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, so the story about it. And it's with Eric Bana. Dude, Eric Bana is such a good actor, dude. Oh, dude, I'm so glad you Eric saw that. Eric Bana is a good actor. And, um, yeah. Dude, I heard the podcast, yeah. and that story is crazy, dude. That story is insane. That guy, when they call Dirty John, is, a, is pretty much a con man. And... Uh, he tries to con this lady out of money and stuff. It's crazy, dude. It's, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was on Netflix, dude. Yeah, I, I would recommend you guys watch it. Um, I, I didn't see the series because it was on like some other cable channel I didn't have. But it's uh, it's cool that it's on Netflix. Dude. Did you watch all of it then? Because it was it's like a limited series, right? Yeah, I watched. I watched all of season one. Like I kind of like uh, you know because right now it is what it is, dude. I, <laughs> I, I watched it this week, dude. So. Um, uh yeah dude i thought it was pretty good um i saw it um yeah i saw it this week and i thought eric banna was like super like legit um i thought he um yeah he was good yeah and then oh wait wait there's more there's more to it i'm trying to kind of gather my thoughts here um what's her name from from ozark ruth uh i forgot her name but she's in there too Oh, she is. Yeah, I didn't know, even know that. Let me, pull, let me pull up the Dirty John. Because isn't the the Dirty lady John from Cast Friday Night Lights? I can't remember her name right now. She's the okay. Here we go. Well, yeah, Connie Brit- Britton. Yes, Britton. that's her. Mm-hmm. She, she plays Deborah Newell, but Julie Garner's in there. Julia Garner. We forget that. I forget that her name is Julia Garner. And she's the that's, um, that's who Ruth. That's who Ruth is. She's the, one of the daughters. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. She's one of the daughters, dude, and she's really good in this. Oh, um, I digged it. Um, Eric Bana did good. Um, it was a good story. Oh, it was so so infuriating too. It was yeah. one of those where you're just like so pissed off, dude, because it's just so wrong. That guy lied you know about I mean? being like in the medical field or something like that, oh, dude. Dude, he, that dude just <laughs> lied so much. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude. It's um, crazy. But yeah, dude, like uh it was it was it was a good movie, dude. I mean, it was a good series, so check that out. All right. There it is. Uh uh Uno is recommending Dirty John on Netflix season 1. Um there's a season 2 right now, the story about Betty Bro- Broderick, I think it is. Um and it's a different like true crime story. So, check that out. Uh dude, my recommendation right now, dude, is on Hulu. If you guys have Hulu, I recommend highly recommend you guys watch Palm Springs with uh Palm Springs. Yes, with Andy Samberg and Kristen Melotti. And dude, it is so good. It's a movie. It's an original Hulu movie. And it's a different take on um Groundhog Day, dude. So just think about that, bro. Groundhog Day. Uh if you guys remember Bill Murray who re who relives the same day over and over. Well, in this uh story. Andy Samberg is reliving the same day, which is a uh, day of the, a wedding that he's attending. But the, what makes it different is that for some reason, this other person that he meets uh, joins him in this loop, time loop, and now they're trying to get out of it. So, But it's a rom-com because they're, they're two people 
who know that they're living the same day over and over again. So you can imagine that they're kind of getting to know each other and, you know, they fall in love. Dude, it's really good, man. It's called um, Palm Springs. It's on Hulu. Highly recommend it. And while we're on Hulu, the other thing I'd want to recommend for you guys to watch, it's a hidden gem, man. Um, Created by Taika Waititi, guys. What We Do in the Shadows. Bro, watch that show. Watch that show. And the best character on that show is named Guillermo de la Cruz. And you just have to watch it, dude. It's so, wait, wait, so what's good. The, the, what's the name of this show? It's called What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Dude. Where is it on? Hulu. Okay, cool. Check it sorry, out. Udo, check it out. I okay. promise you. I've never led you astray. Watch it, and you're going to be laughing, laughing your ass off, dude. It is... So funny, so what well we do done. In the shadows. What we do in the shadows, and just remember Guillermo de la Cruz, best dude. Just think of Parks and Rec, but with vampires. That's it. Okay, that's all I gotta tell you, dude. Okay. It's it's really good. So he goes, there you go. There is people watch uh, Dirty John on Netflix and watch Palm Springs original Hulu movie on uh, Hulu. And uh, uh, just a little hidden gem for you guys. What We Do in the Shadows, Seasons 1 and 2 are on Hulu right now. So go check that out. Thank you so much for joining us for this uh, episode of the, of the uh, podcast. Uh, we've come to the end. We've come to the end of this episode. I don't want to end it, but we got to. Now it's time to say goodbye. That's what I was waiting for. To the to... summer. <laughs> But we will be back next week, and hopefully we will be back with uh, Jay. Uh, It's just... But uh, do we need him, though? Well, (laughs) you know, I'd like to have him back. I don't know. That's just me. So uh, thank you so much for everybody joining us. Don't forget to uh, check out... the (laughs) JBN? Don't forget to check out our social media sites at The Beta Report on Instagram, uh, Twitter that we own, use, and Facebook. This is The Con... This is Udo. Sign out. Until next week, this is the Beta Report. Love you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Keep it going. Goodbye. Farewell. I don't know all the lyrics.